Today we're going to talk about motivation. Hello everybody, this is Enzo bringing you the Race Driver Coach Show and it's for everybody who's trying to improve themselves mentally, business-wise, whatever it is they need to do better in order to get that career in racing and actually it applies to life. Everything we teach here applies to life because it's personal performance, personal development, personal excellence, that's what we're going for here and motivation is one of those things in a striver's career, which you're a striver, you're striving for more, you're trying to attempt to create a career in motor racing, you're no different to any other entrepreneur in this world. And motivation, energy behind an action, motive is very important because without that, you can't be bothered. Now, this is kind of something, when I got this, this question that delivered, or sorry, inspired this video, which is this, by the way, it's from, let's call you Rob. It's from Rob saying, Enzo, I know what to do. I hear what you teach, but I just can't get myself to do it. Can you help me be motivated every day? When I get this kind of question, I, at first I'm like, dude, if you want it, if you want it bad enough, you don't need to get yourself into a mental state in order to take the actions required. It's not a problem. But then I had to stop and say, Enzo, okay, you look back at your life. And when it came to motorsport, when you were younger, you did not need motivation. Every single day. Even if I was up at four o'clock because I had to get a proposal done, typed up, not bloody on a computer where you can easily print it out, typed up for God's sake on a typewriter and give it to a CEO in the car park before he gets to work at eight, I'd do it. I'd wake up at four, get it done, or stay up at late at night if I knew well enough, early enough, and get it done and get there. Not a problem, anything. Anything, I'd prepare my own car, I'd clean it, I'd actually, I'd try and mechanic it, but as you know, my mechanic skills were not very good, I even put the springs upside down on my Formula Ford and raced it, didn't know what the problem was until somebody told me, so I wasn't really good, but I was determined, I was a kid with not a penny, but I was determined, motivation was not a problem, right, fine, Mr. Perfect here, <laughs> um, uh, but after racing, this is important, after racing, then I experienced, and before racing actually, when I was a kid, I experienced what it's like to want something but not be motivated to do it. Maybe it was like, the effort I'm gonna put in today is gonna to have such a small difference on the overall thing, I can't really see it working. Or there was a fear attached to it. What if they just think I'm a douche and they don't wanna work with me or whatever. Whatever it is, it puts you off and your motivation levels go low. So I can associate with this, I can't now. That was just a period. Once I found really found that performance coaching, life coaching, mental coaching was really my passion, helping people become better entrepreneurs and race drivers was really my passion, bang, there it was, I found my calling again. No motivation problems then. So I could just say care more, because it does get me angry. When I see a driver who says, oh Enzo, I wanna be an F1 champion. Okay, what have you done in the last 24 hours to get you closer to becoming an F1 champion? And they're like, played a bit of iRacing and I thought about approaching a company. I tried, but I didn't know. And I'm like, come on, dude, Jesus. If, you're, if you wanna be an F1 driver, 
If you want to be an IndyCar driver, touring car driver, NASCAR driver, rally driver, if you want to be someone who's at the top of the sport, professional, do you think it takes a little bit of action? Perfect. Now, action is, is driven by motivation, right? The intention, the emotional side of it is like, I've got to do this because if I don't, I'm screwed. Or I've got to do this because if I do do this, it's going to get me great things. It's either pain or pleasure. The pain of what if happens if I don't change my life, I'm going to end up like X and oh my God, people are going to take the mick out of me, whatever. Whatever your pain is. I'm not going to be enough. I was bullied at school. I want to be more. Racing, race driving gives me that. Whatever your motivation pain is or the pleasure side of I'm going to be the champion. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make sure I act this way in order to be this champion and you peacock that way. That's the two drivers of motivation, by the way. It's either pain or pleasure. If you amp the pleasure of if you act and you amp the pain of if you don't act, you're going to act. It will feel motivated. There's more motive, more reason motivation, motive, more reason for you to actually get off your backside and do the work. So maybe that's what's missing here. Maybe you haven't got enough things in place for the scales to go, you know, enough pain here and pleasure for the scales to tip and say, you know what, I'm just going to do this. Maybe there's no need. Maybe you don't need to. You're at home nice and comfortable. You want to be a race driver, but you can't be asked to do it. There's plenty of reasons why you can't get motivation. But I want to say that if you really care, if it means everything to you, it shouldn't be a problem. So first off, are you really in it for the right reasons? Because I've got to warn you, once you're in motorsport, once you're in this dream championship, it's hell. It, you talk to any singer, you talk to an actor, when they've got inspiring actors and singers coming up, they often say, they look down to them and say, don't get involved in this industry. Even though this little kid is looking up to this star saying, you've got everything, it's amazing, I want your life. The star themselves will often say, don't bother, it's hell. Everybody judges you, you can't trust anyone, it's not what you think it is. Motorsport's no different. So if you haven't even got the motivation to push towards this North Star of yours in, in racing, then believe me, you won't have the motivation to last. It's brutal. Everyone attacking you all the time. The only time you feel free is when you're in a good car, you've learned how to drive well, and you're winning a race. All the other bits is pure hell, and <laughs> I promise you, it's not what it's painted to be. Even when you think you've got a great shot, a great chance, and all everything looks good on paper, it's still not what it seems. So if you haven't got the motivation to actually go for this sport, get out of it. Don't do it. However, if you are sadistic, if you love self-harm, and you are motivated, then this sport is for you. But to give you more a practical thing, I want you, and I think I've just done a podcast on it, or did I record it for next week? I don't know, I've just done it literally 10 minutes ago. I'm not sure I'm gonna put it out, but it's basically, yeah, it's today. It's gone out today. How you prime your day. How do you start your day? If you start your day scrolling through your phone, if you start your day just mincing around, not doing much, it's telling the brain straight away at the very start, this is what this day is all about. And you're going to have to gently build up to motivation. It's not going to work. It's like when you take a driver to a race circuit and they go out on track and you let them gently build up to speed. They're not going to reach their optimum. However, if you take a driver to a track, that same driver the next week, and you say, right, we're going to find the limit on lap three. If you're not at the limit of lap three, we're going home. You watch them push. 
Then they're here, they're overdriving and they bring it back and they start that. But you watch them over the day and they progress so much because they started fast. You've got to do that in life. As soon as you wake up in the first seven minutes, say, because there is scientific research behind this, but seven minutes, you've got to show the mind and the body, which is the mind really, it's just its vessel, how today is going to be designed. So if you wake up, you put them running shoes on, you get out the house, you start to exercise and focus on what today is going to bring, and you spend some time being grateful for what you've got. You come back charged into the shower, have breakfast, you're ready for the day, bring it on. That's so different to most drivers. Most drivers literally wake up, snooze button twice probably. It's like you, you've got to tell the brain, you've got to give it some kind of priming. You never go onto the track without being in the right mindset, right? You're primed. You do some physical workout to get yourself primed. You do that for every single day, please. If you want to succeed, you prime every single day. And I don't want to repeat myself from the podcast because people who listen to both of these will be like, ends, I've heard this. You put this up on Thursday. I heard it. So, <laughs> so I want you to really focus on getting yourself into the right mindset, focusing the mind on why you want to be a race driver, what it will mean to you, what it will allow you to escape and get there, what's got to be done today. How can I win this week? This week, which will be actually broken down today's, but it'll be this week, I want to achieve this. By the end, by Friday, that's the win. How can I break that down to five days and get it done? And you just structure it that way motivation starts to come. If you've got enough reason behind it, if I don't do that, I'm a failure. If I don't, I'm holding myself accountable by, accountable by telling everybody what I'm up to. And if I don't, it's quite embarrassing. That's good, that's motive, that's motivation. It's just the way it is. But also, not just on the priming side, to come away from what I've spoken about before, and what I've mentioned once before, I believe, is 300 to one. I want you to remember 300 300 to 1, even though I can't say it. 300 to 1 is a ratio of how many times you've got to do something until you get a victory. It's a crazy number. It's completely made up. It's not even true. But if you believe that you have got to speak to 300 different companies, pitch to 300 companies before one of them says, yes, I'll sponsor you, it raises your standard. It raises your level of understanding of just how much this is going to take. I think the real figure is probably 100 to 1. But Andy Prio told me 300 to 1 years ago. He said that's how he came to England, knowing he's going to have to approach 300 companies before he gets a sponsor or someone to help him. So he better get out 100 today if he can. Bang, 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 send off, send off, send off. That kind of attitude. And just knowing that the, the entry level is 300 before you're going to get any love back from anybody or anyone saying it, that's a great ratio, isn't it? It's like, if you want to be a race driver and you need 10 sponsors, that means you're going to have to approach 3,000 companies or 3,000 people that can either join you and help you get sponsorship or do something for you to help your career. And if you've got that kind of stupid rule in your mind, I'll give you 100 to 1. Because that's when you go back to Zimmerman, which is one of my videos. He said it was about 130 or something like that before he got a company to say yes. But that's how many people he had to ask first. So this is true, man. One was 130 yard. One was 300 that he held to. But it's interesting because these two that said this, had this rule, actually got sponsorship enough to race on their own as a driver. One, 
I tell people about the Andy Prio story. Oh, it was easier back in the early 2000s. Everyone could get sponsorship. Yeah, but Zimmerman's just done it last year. Same principle, same rules. Explain that, you negative people. The same thing still holds. If you create, I'm repeating, if you create enough value for companies but, and, and you get these packages to sell to them, and you knock on enough doors and you adjust your pitch with every refusal you get. You're like, okay, it didn't work. I'm going to try asking this way. It didn't work. I'm going to go to a network company instead of calling them up. You get there eventually. This is all obvious. This is stuff you know. Now, motivation. I'm going to show you exactly or tell you exactly how I do it. And you know this if you're a follower. I wake up. Within them seven minutes, if I do have a lapse and I happen to look at the phone and there's messages and I get lost, boom, out, seven minutes, no more than seven minutes. I usually go no more than three minutes. I'm out of the bed. I'm outside or I'm in the house doing a little workout. But as I, do the, as I start the workout, I start with breathing in, nice and deep, nice, calming, chill out music. I give myself five things that I'm grateful for. It could be anything. I'm grateful for this house and this office that's not falling down. I'm grateful for just being alive, just having this chance of being one of the 400 trillion that got this chance, this chance that I am to be here in the first place. Whatever it is, the heart, the five senses, I feel grateful. And then I start to build up the music. I have usually a YouTube video, motivational speech, bang, whatever, playing in the background. And I'm doing some physical exercise, so now oxygen's getting in, I'm feeling good, I'm starting to think about how to win this day. I remember my goal for the week, think about how to win this day, who I've got to be, come to win this day and pull it off, and I'm there. It can actually take only about three minutes, to be fair. I say ten, but it can only take about three in, in the whole process. Then I'm wired, then I'm in the shower, then I'm having some breakfast or a, a smoothie or some kind of shake that gives me energy. And I'm on fire. This is really early as well. This is probably two hours before anyone else is even awake. That is motivation. This is priming. I want you to know, first of all, the rule is, if you're not really motivated and you think, oh, I've got to be pumped up, it's just no, have more motive, have more reason for going for that goal. The bigger the reason, the more you'll do it. If I said, can you take this basket of shopping, random, over to the other house and deliver it to that person. You're like, oh, I can't be bothered. Okay, can you take, I'll, I'll rephrase it. If you take this shopping now to that house over there, I won't shoot your parents in the face. Motivation, reason to act. You're like, oh, wait, I'll take it. Don't worry. Is there anything else you want me to take? Because you've got more reason. It's that part, that principle that you're actually using in order to be motivated to work on your career. And if you're not motivated to work on your career, maybe it's not for you. If you tried everything, which has a flip side. Also, I've seen people succeed and I've done it myself now and then. When you don't allow any emotion to rule you, you go very digital. You go very logical and robotic when no emotion comes in. Both of these work. They work for me and they work for different people, whichever you prefer. But there's no logic. Phone goes off, alarm in the morning. Eyes wake up, feeling knackered, but you just, whatever, it's morning. I'm going to feel knackered. It's the morning. Who cares? I've had enough sleep. Off, get up. Done. No emotion there. How about you just act like that for a day as an experiment, like a computer game, which is the next podcast, by the way. You just, this character on a screen, and you know you've got a mission, you just get up and do, get up and do, get up and do. There is no, I must feel like this before I act. It's just get up and do. Maybe that'll work for you. 
There is no emotion. So you get a sponsor, great. I don't really care. I've got a sponsor, next. So that works as well, right? So you don't need to feel amped in order to act. You just act. Two different disciplines, two different ways of seeing things and acting in life and everyone's different, but I wanted to cast both of them out there. But at the end of the day, if you're not motivated to go for your motorsport career, do something that does motivate you. And if that scares you, start to think about ways, principles, like what I said, prime the day, add pain and pleasure or be robotic. Three different ways that people can become motivated. Three different ways that I use all the time. You don't just need one. You have a bag full of ways of acting. I got to a certain age, probably my 30s, where it really started to become automatic, but it took that long. So motivate, oh, actually, in my 18, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, throughout racing, really motivated, interesting, why? Because I want that so bad. Pictures of Nigel Manson on my head, the pleasure of it, big time. It drew me towards it and I wanted that feeling. It allowed me to express myself on track, which I couldn't in any way other in life with just a council state kid. It's my escape. That motivated, once that gone, lost motivation. Once I found proper performance coaching and got a real kick out of that, it was back. And it's back now forever, I promise you. <laughs> so I've been in and out. And it's interesting to see why. And usually it's the reason. Motive. Asian. Motivation is, it needs a motive. It needs a reason. So the bigger the reason, the bigger the motivation. 